This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of the Middle East Report studio in Washington, D.C. Check out our website, districtsentinel.com. We are back from a week-long break. I was overseas. Spent some time in the old U.K., I, uh, I walked around Parliament for hours hoping to run into Jeremy Corbyn, just walking around the street. Didn't see him? No, didn't see him, unfortunately. I was watching the Arsenal-Brighton game yesterday. Did and you see Jeremy Corbyn there? I thought I might have for a second because Corbyn is reportedly an Arsenal fan. Uh, I don't think it's reportedly. I think he, he is an Arsenal fan. He had a shit day yesterday. Did, he did. <laughs> Out of the top four, Jazz. Sorry, you can't win them. You can't win them all. Uh, hopefully, no. he'll he'll uh, throw give Theresa May the bum rush soon. Yeah, but a uh, bum means something different there. Actually, the bum rush. I don't think so. He probably won't. Yeah, that that would. Be, I don't know what it means. Well, bum in the UK only means ass, like okay. I, or primarily means ass. So it, like the bum rush, you know, throw someone out of a out of a bar. I, I don't know if that uh, applies the there. Thing. It might no. be some something uh, inappropriate. Well, point of all this is we're back. <laughs> we're back to do the newscast. Also back is the Worst Tweet Tournament. The Excrement 8 is underway uh, right now. Lots of good matchups. Regional finals matchups uh, underway. We've got David Frum versus Chris Cuomo in the Acela Corridor region. We've got the Resistors region with Anna Navarro going up against our our, our favorite tweeter here, Jenny Jardin. Uh, we've got the uh, clown politician, uh, Celebrity Land region with uh, Mike Huckabee going up against Jack from Twitter. And then we have the extremely online region where we have uh, an upset where Leah McElrath didn't advance. Instead, we've got that Peter Fox uh, going up against Terry Rossio, who actually wrote down and spelled out the N-word. <laughs> To make a point uh, in his tweet. Not sure how that one doesn't advance, but uh, I guess also, we'll see. Well, you left out a key component. His, his tweet was uh, pro-anti-vaxxer. Yeah. yeah. And also invoked the N-word, which he wrote and spelled out <sighs> for wow. some reason. Um, that that, that voting, reason is racism. Yes. Uh, voting underway at Worst Damn Tweet. Polls are open for two days for the uh, for the regional finals. After this, we'll have the Fungal Four. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be down to the Fungal Four. So uh, we'll have that voting in the second half of this week. A lot of people might be surprised that the camped, the, the excuse me, the cramped calves tweet is is out. Early I'm exit. I'm a little surprised, but I'm glad to see a worthy contender uh, like the Peter Fox Palestine is actually misgendering <laughs> because that is wow. And like we've said before, sometimes the group mentality, the herd mentality elevates some bad tweets at the expense of others which uh, should be elevated, and that's yeah. why we do the hard work that we do on this tournament. Yep. Speaking of hard work. Hard work. Oh, yes. So um, as many of you may have heard, uh, Uber drivers are going on strike on Wednesday to uh, protest ahead of Uber's IPO to uh, obviously protest the uh, poverty wages that 
uh, Uber pays. We've we've seen one research, uh, excuse me, one report in D.C. alone that shows uh, half of Uber drivers, half of rideshare drivers make below the poverty line, the federal poverty line, which is very pathetic in and of itself. Yeah. And that we can't even really calculate how much uh, Uber drivers are even making because of the depreciation of their car, et cetera, the expenses they incur. Anyway, the point is I have been helping organize a uh, protest Wednesday in D.C., and it's going to be at National Airport. And if you want to come out and support striking Uber drivers, uh, we're going to be there with a a group co-founded by Metro D.C. DSA members called uh, Drive United. And uh, it's it's a hectic week for me personally because of my involvement in that. And uh, but it should be fun, and it's gonna it's gonna whip Wednesday. Fuck shit up. <laughs> I feel like I should add a legal uh, disclaimer that says "fuck shit up" uh, in a metaphysical yeah. sense. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, on the fucking shit up front, the U.S. is deploying a, looks like a aircraft carrier strike group to the Middle East and a bunch of bombers, according to National Security Advisor John Bolton on Sunday. It's in response to, quote, a number of troubling and escalatory indications and warnings from Iran. It's later been uh, reported that this was in response to some Israeli intelligence regarding uh, Iranian actions. It, Pretty concerning <laughs> shit here. Coincidence that this also comes at a time of heightened violence. Uh, and by heightened violence, I mostly mean Israel uh, bombing Gaza. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, keep an eye on that troubling story as it develops. In the meantime, it's Monday, May 6th, 2019. Here's the news. A deadline has now passed for Attorney General William Barr to produce an unredacted copy of the Mueller report to the House Judiciary Committee. Democrats on that committee are now preparing to hold the Attorney General in contempt of Congress. A markup of a contempt citation is now scheduled for Wednesday morning in the Judiciary Committee. This comes amid calls by Democrats to impeach Barr for perjury. It was reported last week that special counsel Robert Mueller wrote a letter to Barr taking issue with the attorney general's four-page summary of the investigation's findings. That revelation contradicts testimony Barr gave to the House Appropriations Committee last month. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi accused Barr of, quote, committing a crime. Assuming the contempt citation advances out of committee and is passed by the full House, Although it might not happen, Uh, the uh, Gerald Nadler, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, has said he'll put the uh, contempt proceedings on hold if Barr begins cooperating with the uh, committee. But assuming that the contempt citation does go forward, it would be referred to the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, where it would then in all likelihood be completely ignored. Uh, Something similar happened when Republicans uh, held uh, then Attorney General Eric Holder in contempt of Congress for not turning over documents related to Fast and Furious. Um, it was just pretty much ignored. Um, though this would mark the third instance of Democrats calling the police on Republicans instead of doing actual politics and maneuvering to defeat Republicans, either through impeachment or 
protest. Gotta love how all the Democrats are uh, accusing Barr of doing all this nefarious criminal activity, but won't consider impeachment no. and are also uh, supporting all of the Trump administration's nefarious schemes overseas, like the coup in Venezuela. It's extremely good to yes. me personally. <laughs> The public comment period starts today on a petition filed with the EPA to pass stricter rules on glyphosate, a key component of the herbicide Roundup, which was made famous or infamous by Monsanto. The petition was filed by natural and organic food companies, including Ben & Jerry's, Nature's Path, and Stonyfield Organics, plus an activist organization called the Environmental Working Group. In a press release, the group criticized the EPA for in increasing the allowance of glyphosate residue on oats by a factor of 300 over the last 25 years. Yo, don't fuck with our oats. <laughs> the most recent increase uh, was 11 years ago in 2008. The first increase to 20 parts per million came in 1997 after a petition from Monsanto itself. The EWG press release noted that since 2008, quote, Scientists have linked glyphosate to cancer, and researchers around the world have called for stricter limits on glyphosate exposures. Monsanto, of course, no longer exists, but only because it was bought by the German conglomerate Bayer, which now owns the Monsanto chemical empire. They made sure to drop the name Monsanto. They didn't want anything to do with that name. But they wanted everything to do with... Uh, all their all yeah. their chemicals, all their patents, but yeah. we remember, same thing. Blackwater never goes away. No. Monsanto never goes away. We remember. We do. Moving on, back in March, EPA Administrator Scott Wheeler, former coal lobbyist, claimed that unsafe drinking water was a bigger threat than climate change. Now, never mind the fact that the two are very much connected. The Trump administration has proven recently that it actually doesn't give a shit about clean drinking water or climate change. An analysis of the president's proposed 2020 budget by Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility, or PEER, their analysis was released at the end of last month, shows that funding for clean drinking water initiatives are about to get decimated if the current administration gets what it wants. PEER found that EPA's core safe drinking water program would be cut 8%, while assistance to states to support clean drinking water would be cut by 33%. That includes a $38 million cut or 33% cut in categorical grants to support state drinking water programs, a $300 million cut or 26% cut to the Drinking Water State Revolving Fund, a $67 million cut or an 84% cut to other programs that support drinking water protection, including the elimination of a $10 million program to address lead in drinking water, a $20 million program for safe water for small and disadvantaged communities, and a cut in funding for lead testing in schools from $20 million down to $10 million. So it's basically like Flint never happened. No lessons were ever learned. It's like we all got zapped by that memory eraser stick in Men in Black or more likely, Republicans just never cared to begin with. In a somewhat related story, the United Nations Intergovernmental Science Policy Platform on Biodiversity and Ecosystem Services, that's a mouthful, would 
we'll just say hundreds of scientists at the UN confirmed in a report on Monday that a mass extinction event is underway on the planet, that a million species are under threat, and that it's all a result of humans and our burning of fossil fuels and our land use practices. The report found that 25% of mammals, more than 40% of amphibian species, and a third of sharks and a quarter of plant groups are in trouble right now. Humans we're not on uh, the list yet. We will be soon. The scientists found that over the last 50 years, the rate of species extinctions has been hundreds of times greater than seen over the last 10 million years. The last time an extinction level event to this degree occurred, it was when the dinosaurs were wiped out. Humans are the asteroids this time around. This sucks. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Finally, President Trump is honoring golfer Tiger Woods, who overcame fucking problems to win this year's <laughs> Masters tournament in an upset comeback victory. Trump is scheduled this evening to give Woods the Congressional Medal of Freedom. This isn't just news for us because Sam Sachs is a golf dweeb. Yes, I have very problematic opinions on the topic <laughs> and uh, on Tiger Woods himself, which well, is why I'm letting you handle this story. <laughs> But it, it, and it is a story because Woods is a longtime business partner of President Trump, tainting the ceremony and his own feel-good comeback entirely. As the New York Times noted, Woods was hired by Trump in 2014 to design a golf course in Dubai that has not yet opened. Now, to be clear, people far less deserving than Tiger have won this stupid medal, but they usually win it at the tail end of their careers. Tiger probably should not have won for another few decades or so. Respect Tiger Woods here, assuming he has a lot more victories in his career, huh? Well, I, even if he doesn't win more, I think he's probably won enough to win this award. It's just this is usually done as a uh, riding off into the sunset yeah. sort of thing. That's that's how the New York Times uh, uh, explained it. Yeah, you but give look, it to like Jack Nicholas right now. Right, right, yeah. right. Or uh, is Ar Arnold Palmer, is he dead? He's, he's as dead as Barbara Bush. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, none of this uh, actually really matters at all, but it is illustrative of a pattern, which is Trump using the White House to do things for his friends that also boosts his bottom line. Yes, and uh, congrats to Tiger on the sex retirement. <laughs> And we, we stand with you. And, and congrats to the Carolina Hurricanes who have now evidently channeled the spirit of Barbara Bush's ghost because they swept the Islanders wow. in four games. Barry Trotz wow. is no longer defending a Stanley Cup. Wow. That'll do it for the newscast, but that music means it's time to read some poetry. All new subscribers over at Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Get their own haiku written for them and read on the air by the two Sams. So let's uh, get this started. This is for Eugene Debs. Wow. Well, someone who uses that moniker online. I suppose since they too are dead. Dead, very dead. Anyway, this is for Eugene Debs. Day beers in New York. Rain coming at the cafe. Roof hole, wet butthole. <laughs> Thank you, Eugene Debs. Finally, this goes out to Steven. Flying overseas, 
in a metal tube with wings never quite feels right. Thank you, Stephen. Yes, thank you, Stephen. Thanks to all the new subscribers, patreon.com slash district sentinel, five bucks a month. You get access to bonus content. You get this newscast Monday through Thursday, uninterrupted. You get each one and you help support this little news co-op that the two Sams have created here in Pistown. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. That is the show. Thanks to our sponsors, the Congressional Dish Podcast, hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, the Middle East Report. Find it at merip.org. Newscast is back tomorrow. We're in D.C. so that you don't have to be.